tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boostbytaxday to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. So, welcome back to another edition of the Thought Police. This is one actually that we recorded a little bit earlier because obviously it's Christmas uh, and some of us might be working, but not all of us are. And I can tell you this, uh, Kevin might be working a bit harder than I am at the moment. Kevin's here with me, Kevin O'Sullivan. I'm Mike Graham, of course. We thought it had been such a good year. I mean, it started off actually uh, with the Thought Police with Matt Kelly, didn't it? Yes, it did, yeah. We should probably give him the first award, shouldn't we? Absentee of the year. Absentee. Matt, Matt fucking, Matt fucking Kelly. Year. Yeah, deserter of the year. AWOL deserter yeah. of the year. I mean, this is, a, this is a guy who supposedly enjoyed doing this with us, and we do like Matt. He's a good mate of ours. I haven't seen him for a long time. I used to see him every week when I went to his house in, yeah. uh, uh, in Highbury yeah. to record. Um, but then he couldn't do it for a while because he had a few problems at work. He had a few issues with the company that was being sold and nothing, nothing nice. He didn't really have any time. So it's worked out really well, though, because you've stepped into the breach and you're much more popular than he is. <laughs> well, Matt, Matt, Matt does nothing have against a, him. Matt does have a difficult life because he edits the uh, Remainer fanatic newspaper. No, he's elevated himself. He's given himself the job of publisher. He's oh, hired okay, an publisher editor. Publisher of the new European. Which is even worse, actually. Uh, and it's a very difficult job, you know, every week to work out a new way of saying... Brexit is terrible. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Don't Brexit. Yeah. They're Please, all horrible. Can we stay? Yeah. Uh, and so, it is it yeah. is remarkable that it's actually been quite failed a, newspaper. Well, you call it a failed newspaper, which is always correct, of course, because yeah. they lost the big campaign, which was to stay in Europe. Failed but also, um, they've still got all these idiotic people who think that they're telling the truth and that actually. But they now call themselves rejoiners, don't they? Yeah. They're not remoters anymore. Oh, they're rejoiners. Because <laughs> they basically now have accepted, finally, that they're, they've left. They're, they're mentally ill. But they people. want to rejoin. What they're the fuck is wrong with them? Ill. I they know. They lost. Move on. Look, you know, I voted Remain. Mm. Uh, uh, and uh, I lost. And after that, I was horrified yeah. that the result of the referendum wasn't brought in. And as time has gone by, I've found myself instinctively uh, siding with the Brexiteers because these are the people in the democratic right. Mm. They voted for something. They won. It's a disgrace they didn't get what I know. they wanted. I know. And that we're still fucking talking about I know, we're still doing years it. Later. And hopefully, uh, by the time fucking January the 1st rolls around, we will have finally actually left. But I'm not convinced. Yeah. I'm not actually convinced. Now, let's get on with the, the awards because... Um, 
as I say, this is something we plan to do, um, and we recorded them about a week ago by the time you hear this. Um, so let's kick off with the first Thought Police Award uh, awarded by Kevin O'Sullivan for Reporter of the Year. Yeah, well, there's two uh, people who uh, tussled for this uh, prestigious award uh, report, but in the end, uh, after much consultation and heated debate, the award for Reporter of the Year went to the BBC's Martin Bashir. <laughs> Top man. <laughs> for lying to virtually everyone he ever yeah. interviewed. What a scumbag this guy turns out to be. Princess Diana. He turns out to be a total charlatan, right? <laughs> yeah. So not only does he get this great interview, which everybody still talks about, yeah. the BBC have now removed it, I think, from iPlayer, so you can't even watch it anymore. You can't they find have. it anywhere. Because it turns out that yeah. the entire interview and the, pr the process of getting the interview was based on a tissue of fucking lies, right? He told her brother that she was being blackmailed. Uh, he told her brother, I think, also that people inside of the Buckingham Palace kind of elites were trying to fucking do her in. He also, I think, passed all sorts of forged documents to old uh, Earl Spencer to convince him that he should convince her to talk to him. And he had this meteoric rise. I did wonder, actually, at the time... Due to that interview. ...when he came from nowhere, though, yeah. to, to get the interview, because it was kind of like, who's this Martin Bashir bloke? And why is she talking to him? Did he not do something on Michael Jackson as well? Yeah, yeah, he did, did a number was, on um, Michael Jackson. Was it before Diana? Or no, after, it was after. It was after, because he, he went to... He became this, like, superstar. He went to work for NBC, I think. Yeah, yeah, and that's where he conned Michael Jackson into an interview. Fucking unbelievable. He, he conned the mother of the babes in the wood... Uh, kids, the oh, yeah. kids who got killed. Right. He said uh, he uh, would provide DNA evidence which would help the police crack, uh, collect, uh, catch the murderer. Right. Uh, could, could he take their clothes away, which he did, and she never saw them again. I mean, you wonder if he's a sort of pathological fucking liar, this bloke. Well, it's looking that way. He's the kind of guy, I mean, trust me, I've known a few people like that. They usually worked on so Walter papers Mitty types. like the News of the World. Mm. You know, pe people who would rather do something dishonestly and honestly. Yes. Uh, and Martin Bashir probably would never have got a job on the uh, News of the World because his ethical standards were too low. Right. Uh, so uh, Martin Bashir, uh, so I'm giving him Reporter of the Year. He just beat the very highly commended Carol Cadwallader. Uh, she has her, got to be very highly commended. For her excellent reporting on Aaron Banks, a complete pack of lies. <laughs> when she accused Aaron Banks of uh, colluding with the Russians to affect the result of the general election. Uh, a disgraceful report. There was a complete pack of lies that The Guardian, of course, ran faithfully. Of course they did, because The Guardian is a pack of lies, by and large, anyway. It's the worst standards of journalism I've ever seen in fucking anywhere, right? And she keeps still maintaining, even though she's now admitted in court that there was no basis whatsoever for the story that she wrote about Aaron Banks, She's still defending it and blaming everybody else but herself yeah. um, for putting and her house at risk. Oh, I might lose my house. She's crowdfunded the, uh, the court case, right? Because The Guardian apparently won't actually um, do anything for her. They won't pay her legal bill. But basically, this is a woman who has made a career out of writing about fucking Brexit yeah. and getting it all wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how the fuck is she still employed? And part of the uh, court verdict against her was that she had to publicly, on social media, issue a grovelling apology to Aaron Banks uh, for uh, telling a pack of lies about him in her report that had no foundation whatsoever. So uh, why they say she's a great investigative journalist, how is she? I have no fucking idea. I know. She's absolutely hopeless. She's a bloody disgrace to the profession. Now, while we're on the subject of the media... 
you got a broadcast of the year. Broadcast of the well. year. Uh, there were a lot of contenders, but uh, right in at the end, uh, she suddenly shot from nowhere to number one. Coming up on the rails. Kay Burley. Kay Burley. Oh, Sky News' marvellous breakfast presenter. Yes. One of the legion of people from that sanctimonious broadcasting channel that uh, lectured everyone all year about you've got to obey the rules, uh, the coronavirus is going to kill us all, yeah. rule breakers are killing their grannies. Uh, of course, the rules don't apply to Kay. No. Kay and her nine mates from Sky News who all went out on the piss two Saturdays ago uh, and uh, break ev broke every rule in the book and got caught. Well, worse than that. Because they so hated that their mates at Sky News shopped them. Well, 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 exactly. But the reason for that was that she was apparently boasting, right, about the fact that this was all going to happen. She was telling people that she was going to go out and have this party. And then when she had the party, she then spent the next two days boasting about the fact she'd had the party. Mm. It's no fucking wonder yeah. that these people who all hate her because she's so fucking horrible to work with mm. have basically stitched her up. It turns out that they actually hired, supposedly, a camera crew to go out and actually take pictures of, of Kay and her friends while they were out. I mean, how stupid can you be? Yeah, yeah. Um, and how hated can you be? Mm. And uh, there's been a lot of platitudes about uh, Kay. And, uh, you know, she's a marvellous presenter, very, very professional, does a great job. The Sky bosses uh, respect her very much. Uh, well, they don't fucking respect the ratings she gets. Well, she, she doesn't 90, do very well. 90,000, 90, I don't know. 90,000 viewers well, for hopeless. a breakfast show. Absolutely I mean, hopeless. That's well, I've been talking to a few people, obviously, in the business about her and about the whole Sky uh, scenario. And they said to me, and almost to a man and woman, they said to me, the biggest mistake Sky ever made was putting Kay Burley on the breakfast show yeah. because she's simply not a very likeable person. And on breakfast, you need people that people can like. You need people that people can kind of identify with for one reason or another. Mm. But you really don't identify with Kay Burley because she doesn't come across as a very nice character. Well, she's a, she lacks warmth. Yeah. She lacks warmth. Uh, she's over-aggressive towards interviewees. Uh, she is not a compelling piece of television. People are not drawn to her, hence mm. her terrible ratings. But all of Sky gets terrible ratings because it's it's like TV woke. It's crap. It's just uh, fucking rubbish, yeah, crap. basically. It's all, it's all like... I'm going to throw one in for you just before yeah. we talk about your next, uh, your yeah. next one. Uh, I'm going to give you Love Rat of the Year. Dominic West. Yeah. I mean, what a complete plank that guy is, right? Husband of Husband the year. Husband of the year. What a <laughs> tremendous effort he's put in, yeah. right? Ends up going off to Italy to film something with the, you know, everybody's yeah. favourite showbiz shag. What's her name? Uh, 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 Lily James. Lily James, yeah, who seems to showbiz basically fucked everyone. Showbiz from shag <laughs> of the year. <laughs> Lily James. Sort of fucked everyone from <laughs> Hollywood to fucking Pinewood, right? And uh, seemingly everyone, she can't help herself because, of course, you have to immerse yourself in the character. Yeah, Whenever well, she's acting with anyone, lovers, she, she, ends, up, she ends up in bed with them. The picture of him on a scooter there, wasn't there? Yeah. Riding around in Rome. Yeah. He comes home like a complete prick and then draws his wife into the whole thing uh, by getting her to come out and do the old David Meller, yeah. you know, and then accidentally... Like he's a politician. I ended up with my penis inside another woman. Yeah. You know, I mean, he might as well have said that. Yeah. Because yeah. he was doing this smug kind of, look One at of me. One those things, I I'm don't know fucking, how it happened. No, I'm fucking Jack the Lad, look at me. I've managed to shag this bird, Lily James, and plus my wife's still fucking standing by me. Isn't that great? Yeah, what a well, twat. Then, then, then she went off to... Total wanker. Then she went off to live with her mum in Ireland. Yes. Wah, wah, That's wah, not going well. Wah, that that is marriage. Not, he seems no. to be the last person to realise that his marriage 
Fraser was in the deep shit and probably will never recover. <laughs> no, probably won't. Um, it serves him right as well, because yeah. he does look a smug bastard. Let's go with your next... Well, uh, I'm going to go we'll very quickly cover this, because uh, political analyst of the, year, yes. of the year, Sky News's political editor, Beth Rigby, who is one of the idiots <laughs> breaking the rules... covid -idiots. ...at Kay Burley's 90th birthday right. party the other night. She seems to spend a lot of time hugging Kay Burley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that's a bit weird, isn't it? You're very strange. But, you know, the thing about... Is she married, Beth Rigby? Yeah, she's got a couple of kids. Has she? The thing about Beth, though, is that this is the political editor. Uh, you know, seems incredible, but in the next couple of weeks, it will have to happen. We will have to have Brexit. Yeah. And the political editor is banned from covering it. Well, she won't be you do screen. wonder, don't you, what whether she'll ever... What ignominy or shame is there than that for the political editor of a major TV channel? Well, you and I have both She's said... She's banned from the airwaves. You and I have both said we don't think we'll see Kay Burley again. I don't, she's, she's definitely suspended. not on The Breakfast Show. She, she, well, she's been suspended for six months. Beth Rigby's been suspended for three months, so we won't see her until at least March, right? Yeah. I'm not even sure they'll bother because uh, they'll work out like a lot of places do. If you're not there and nobody misses you, why would you give the fucking do, job back to her? They'll do very well without her. They'll realise that. We don't need this 600,000 a year failure mm. uh, and probably won't have her back uh, because if they do have her back, they're, they're deluding themselves. Uh, well, she can, or for she, that matter, Beth Rigby. She like, they delude like, themselves that people will forget. They right. will not People will forget. not. No, absolutely not. And also they'll never be able to ask another question without it all being thrown back at them. Yeah. When they say, well, what do you make of this? And they'll say, well, what about you? Yeah. You know, yeah. not because it's not just that they did it, it's the fact that they've been suspended from their job. They go, well, you were suspended from your own job. Yeah, and when you, yes, know? And you, when you get the most important journalist on Sky News, Adam Bolton, uh, saying publicly that these people have undermined... Acted like morons. Acted he like morons the and tweet, have undermined he? the credibility of Sky News. Yeah. I think they're both finished. Uh, yeah. I think you're right. Uh, shall we move on? Yeah, I, let's uh, do Footballer of the Footballer Year. Footballer of the Year. Kyle Walker. Now, why have you put Kyle Walker? Uh, Man City player and England player who... Uh, uh, in the middle of the lockdown. Is he the one that keeps forgetting no, there's a lockdown on? Well, I don't know if you forget it, forget it, but he did have a sex party with a bunch <laughs> of prostitutes. And then well, he is when, a footballer. When, when he was, I mean, when he I was, thought that was OK, actually. When, but when he was exposed for doing this and had flagrantly broken the rules, uh, he felt so ashamed, he drove over to Sheffield, I think it was, to say sorry to his sister and his family, and his sister went, you're breaking the fucking rules again! <laughs> I mean, you would have to say, would you not, that some of these guys are not exactly endowed yeah, yeah. with a lot between the ears. Yeah, yeah, same for you Jack Gr Greenish. I mean, there's, um, a, there's a whole bunch of them that Jack have got Greenish up to no good. Jack Greenish was the same at Aston Villa and went to a sex park, went to a bloody well, orgy and only difference, smashed, only smashed his car up at eight well, in the morning. The only the difference home. with Jack Greenish was that he managed to drive his car into about 55 other cars all yeah. the way down yeah. one side yeah, of the street. Yeah, but that was coming back from an all-night party. Fucking idiot. Absolute twat. I'm going to put one in that you haven't well, done yet, and that's City of the Year, which has got to be Wuhan, has <laughs> it? I mean, a place that I'd never heard of, yeah. right? Until uh, no, this year. You don't want to of Wuhan. No, I mean, it turns out we actually got a call the first day we talked about it. We got a call from a guy who was British living in Wuhan. And he's like, he called us in on Skype and he's like, oh yeah, I've been living here for a few years. He says, I, I'm an expat, I work out here. And I'm like, how many, you know, how big is the city? 13 million people. I was like, what? Yeah, I know, I Fuck know. Fuck me, that's bigger than London. I know, I and know. And this city, and of which there are about five or six apparently in, um, uh, in China, we'd yeah. never heard of. I mean, heard I of know, Beijing, well, heard of Shanghai. Fucking heard of, of it now. Fucking never heard of fucking Wuhan. Fucking heard of it now. You know, Yeah. fucking it's, unbelievable. You know, you know, like when you go to Stratford. I've just seen Carol Decker. She's interested in Baker, the, uh, Baker of the Week. Um, um, so, you know, when you go to, like, Stratford-on-Avon and there's a sign that says, 
birthplace of William Shakespeare. When you drive into Wuhan, that should, should say birthplace of the coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah, so thanks, Wuhan. That's your lot. For giving us a lot. And by the way, all these fuckwits, right, in this country go, well, think about uh, Wuhan and the rest of China. They had a really, really serious lockdown and they haven't got the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, believe that and you'll believe fucking anything. Yeah, right. They also kill people if they don't fucking agree with them. Bunch of fucking liars. Twats. Wuhan (laughs) has got the coronavirus. How about self-isolator of the year? Well, there's only one candidate. It's the man who is always self-isolating. He comes out for 10 minutes. Very forensic, though. He's self-isolating. He's very again. forensic. It's, uh, and I use the term closely, uh, loosely, uh, Sir Keir Starmer, <laughs> Labour leader, the man who is never out of isolation. Yeah, Sir Keir Stoner, as I yeah, call him. Yeah, uh, Which I'm, I, he's not even that interesting, actually. If he was fucking a stoner, at least there'd be something funny about him. Yeah. He's about the most boring bloke I think I've ever fucking encountered. Yeah. Even for, for a politician. Very strange idea of opposition. Oh, I know. Goes along Have you seen his Christmas card, by the way? Well, no. His Christmas card, right, is him and his missus outside their front door. <laughs> in an igloo. No, no. <laughs> it's them fucking clapping for the NHS. Oh, fuck off. You no fucking twat. I'm not going to fucking clap the NHS. I'm <laughs> booing the NHS from now on. Yeah. 10,000 only... people have caught COVID in hospitals. Yeah. 50,000 people have well, died because they couldn't get into hospitals. Yeah. Why the fuck are we <laughs> applauding the NHS fucking ass? Fuck off. Well, exactly. <laughs> the only fucking uh, public service doesn't work. Yeah. You're not allowed to use it. It's like saying, you know, save the police. Yeah. Don't call them yeah. in case of the, the, the fact yeah. that they might be overwhelmed yeah. Yeah. with calls. Well, hang on, I've just been fucking murdered. Yeah. But so I'm going to ring them to tell them I've been murdered. No, no, you can't do that. Imagine if that was yeah. the case. Or the fire department, right? Don't ring the fire brigade if your house is on fire because you don't want yeah, them to yeah, be overwhelmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't let the, the fire fucking, brigade That's get their fucking job, man. Yeah, you're going to get overwhelmed. Don't make the NHS treat the sick. <laughs> that would be terrible. What else do they do? Fucking I mean, that's assholes. their fucking job. Fucking assholes. Boo the NHS for the new year. That's my, <laughs> that's my new year's resolution. Every Excellent. Thursday, on your doorsteps, everyone. Boo! Now, well, you've got one here called Baldy Cover-Up of the Year. It's Boris Johnson. Are you, are you saying he's bald? Yeah, well, have you seen it? No. He's got a comb forward that starts at the... Nape I don't think it's his real hair. No, it's the nape of his not neck. Necessary? It could be so a wig. He's definitely bald as a coot. He's got... Could it not be a wig? Could be. Well, it's little tufts of uh, blonde... It doesn't look right, yeah, does it? You can see his pink scalp shining right. through. Really? So, uh, he's bald cover-up of the year. Uh, and highly commended, of course, Prince Harry as Prince well. Prince Harry. Who basically looks like a fucking monk now, because he's got this big bald well, patch. Well, he's got a lot of problems as old Harry, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, I mean, mainly his wife. Do you think 2021 will be the year that he finally sees the light and goes, fuck this for a bunch of soldiers and <laughs> fucking comes back? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I wish it was, but I doubt it. So I doubt it. Uh, and I'm going to quickly uh, cover off, finish off before we move on to your awards, Mike, with uh, another royal one, uh, liar of the year. Who else? Prince Andrew. Yes. Fucking liar. Yeah. Fucking liar. <laughs> Just a fucking liar. Yeah, underage sex uh, offender yes. of the year. I suppose we can't really say that. We'll yeah. take that well, back. Well, well you could, yeah, but you can say, <laughs> take, take that back. <laughs> but we can say, Prince Andrew, you are a low-down piece of shit fucking liar. Yes. Now, I'm going to actually go positive, right, with my hero of the year okay. is going to be Tyson Fury. And the reason I say that <laughs> is because Tyson Fury has asked to be removed from the list of sports personality of the year because, like all of us, he's fucking sick to the back teeth of all the virtue-signalling wankers at the BBC and he doesn't wish to be included on the night uh, and he doesn't want to win it, Great which I think po- is brilliant. Totally agree with you, Mike. Great to get a positive one. Here's to Tyson for one of the well best, done, Tyson. Be- best statements of the year. Now, virtue-signalling of the year. sports personality of the year up your arse. Exactly. You woke pile of Bunch twats. of twats. Speaking of which, Gary Lineker, 
speaker gets virtue signaler of the year, of course, because, you know, Garrett Gazza, this is the bloke who claims, I still say claims because I'm not sure it's true, uh, that he housed an asylum seeker uh, in his own house, right, uh, as a result of um, the working out that all these people coming on boats from Calais uh, needed somewhere to live. And the poor bastard that he picked ended up having to hang out, not only with him, uh, but his wayward, useless sons yeah. who do nothing but go to nightclubs all fucking night in the King's Road and make no uh, contribution to society at all. However, the guy, the, the asylum seeker in question, right, was so um, incredibly bowled over. They, there's no picture of him. Yeah, Can you imagine? Gary didn't take a picture of the guy. Oh, but he did take the trouble, by the way, talking about virtue signalling, of publishing... Uh, the, a letter. The letter of yes. deep thanks and gratitude yes. from this alleged uh, <laughs> ho hostel. Yeah, the bloke who says to him, by the way, I thought that uh, you would be very conservative, but I was very pleased to find out that you weren't. Because that's what every asylum seeker thinks, isn't yeah. it, about Gary Lineker? Yeah. What a load of old bollocks. Yeah, I thought you'd be a complete twat about Gary. Yeah. And it turned out that you are. Indeed. Now, I had Prince Harry down as wanker of the year. Yeah, I'll go, I'll But go. actually, gotta, you know what? Gotta get that. I'm, I'm going to give that to Lewis Hamilton now, because you've, you've already named Prince Harry in another category. Well, Harry... What about Lewis well, Hamilton? Harry highly commended for, as, as a wanker. Wanker of the week. Uh, wanker of the year, yes, true. But yeah, Lewis Hamilton... Lewis, yeah, I, I mean, that. fucking hell. I mean, he's gone from sort of, you know, what was... A, I mean, he's an incredibly talented racing driver, we are told even though the car seems to be the star. Um, but he's not, I mean, he, apart from the fact that he wears the most ludicrous clothes, he keeps coming out, he's got a chain around his neck now, which yeah. apparently signifies uh, the, the, the Stevenage slave owners. Yeah. He comes from Stevenage, yeah. right? He doesn't actually come from a plantation anywhere. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't very nice in Stevenage, yeah. but he wasn't a fucking slave, was he? Yeah, we could also call him tax dodger. <laughs> It doesn't live in Stevenage, lives in Monaco. <laughs> Monaco. Where you don't have to pay any tax. Yes. Monte Carlo or bust, and goes on about the environment. I'm getting rid of my private jet. Yeah. Well, thanks very much, uh, Lewis. But it uh, strikes me, that fucking car you drive, that's not too no. good for the environment, is it? And I'm going to end with what we have to admit was bad loser of the year. Yeah. It's got to be Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I've never seen a worse loser in my life. Can you imagine? He's well, not. He's now apparently, we're told, right, when they have the inauguration... He's not going to show up. I don't think there's ever been a president that hasn't shown up for the inauguration of the next president. One thing I would say about it, I totally agree, and uh, it, it is funny to see how bad a loser he is. But I like I mean, that. I quite like I the like fact that he's a bad thing loser. About I quite like a it. A lot of American men in particular, but I like that thing about them, that, that they love winning, but they hate losing yeah. more than they love winning. Yes. And so, so for, for Donald... Well, uh, he hasn't lost. This is an expression as as of... His own obsession with being a winner, right. uh, and I, I, I mean, although it is kind of pathetic and funny, I quite like him for it. No, I do. I mean, in, in many ways, although it sounds like a bad award to win, yeah. it's actually quite a good award to yeah. win. But apparently, the word is that he's going to fuck off from the White House, right? Go to Mar-a-Lago for Christmas and not come back. Yeah, yeah well, I'd like to. Give, I, I actually quite like to give, uh, while we're on the subject, uh, Donald Trump Man of the Year for pissing off every twat that I can't stand. <laughs> I'll go with that. Uh, this has been the Thought Police uh, um, annual awards. We'll have to do it again next year if we're all still here. We haven't died of coronavirus uh, or otherwise. But uh, thank you very much indeed. Happy New Year. Um, see you in 2021. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. <laughs> You and I have both said we don't think we'll see Kay Burley again. I she's know, she's definitely not on the breakfast show. She, well, she's been suspended for six months. Beth Regan's been suspended for three months, so we won't see her until at least March, right? Yeah. I'm not even sure they'll bother, uh, because they'll work out like a lot of places do. If you're not there and nobody misses you, 
why would you give the fucking do, job back to it? They'll do very well without her. They'll realise that. We don't need this 600,000 a year failure mm. uh, and probably won't have her back uh, because if they do have her back, they're, they're deluding themselves. Well, she can. Or, or she, for that matter, Beth Riggins. She can like, delude like, themselves that people will forget. They right. will not. People will forget. not. No, absolutely not. And also, they'll never be able to ask another question without it all being thrown back at them yeah. when they say, well, what do you make of this? And they'll say, well, what about you? Yeah. You know, yeah. not because it's not just that they did it, it's the fact that they've been suspended from their job. They go, well, you were suspended from your own job. Yeah, and when you, know? and you, when you get the most important journalist on Sky News, Adam Bolton, uh, saying publicly that these people have undermined... Acted like morons. Acted like morons and, and tweet, have undermined they? the credibility of Sky News. Yeah. I think they're both finished. Uh, yeah. I think you're right. Or the fire department, right? Don't ring the fire brigade if your house is on fire because you don't want yeah, it to be yeah, overwhelmed. Yeah, don't don't let the, the fire fucking, brigade that's get their fucking job, man. Yeah, you're gonna get overwhelmed. Don't make the NHS treat the sick. <laughs> that would be terrible. What else do they do? Fucking I mean, that's assholes. their fucking job. Fucking assholes. Boo the NHS for the new year. That's my, <laughs> that's my New Year's resolution. Every Excellent. Thursday on your doorsteps, everyone. Boo. You know when you go to like Stratford-on-Avon and there's a sign that says birthplace of William Shakespeare? When you drive into Wuhan, that should, should say birthplace of the coronavirus. Yeah.